1: I'm Ron Calgar. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by roofers and waterproofers, Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Maggie Rad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on USA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at
3: MrFloor.com.
1: And that's 877-711-5611. You can also join us on Patreon. That's dot com backslash Mighty House. And uh, you can go there and join us and help support the show on Patreon. It's a dollar a month, and you'll be entered in for the Klein Tool uh, giveaway. that We do monthly. And uh, we just started doing the little tapings uh, this past week that um, we have a little video things, and we're going to start running down checklists. So if you've got uh, a bathroom remodel, a kitchen remodel, basement, different projects like that we're going to have a checklist rundown for you to how to actually approach those those projects and uh, so that you get them done correctly so you have a little checklist you can run that checklist and uh, make sure you get everything taken care of properly and we'll be posting those over the next couple months and uh so that'll all be on patreon also mm-hmm. yes robbie
3: nothing i was just
1: oh really you were just you actually paying attention i thought maybe you had something to say
3: no, I am not talking anymore. <laughs> hey, George, it's not
1: uh, George said that we didn't.
3: No, Rich was thinking it. Um, <laughs> I do want to go back and talk about Rich's tip of the week, which I yeah, I said you, I'm you, really going to sit and listen to it. Uh huh. And
1: and then you came up with questions during the break, so we're well. Recap a lot of
3: older way. people use it as supplemental heat, and in the break mm. we were talking about it, and you said some are good, but some tend to be space, better than others space
4: more space, dangerous more
3: some are more dangerous some tend to tip over so what should i look for when i see these in people's homes and say eh
1: well the space heaters again we were talking space heaters in the in the tip of the week in the previous segment mm-hmm. there so if, especially if you pick one up at a at a garage sale or something like that an old one a used one make sure it's got if if you see the coils and you can see the heating elements in it when you plug it in and it glows red uh mm-hmm. You know, you might want to tip it over and make sure that it actually turns off because uh, if
2: it's
3: it, supposed to turn off, if it tips over. Yes.
2: The the newer ones will. Yes. But I don't even know that there's that many new ones that have exposed elements. So oh, where we're yeah. going is the, the oil filled with the electric elements. Those are actually probably some of the best because they give you that sort of they look like radiators. Those actually do. a pretty good. Can you job. give
3: me a name?
2: Or- sure, I can Google something.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. You're
1: like- going to pick them up at any big box store or at your Ace Hardware store. They're, they're they just look like a little radiator. They're oil filled. The downside of those is they don't have a fan in them to blow that heat and move the heat around. So it radiates the heat and it sits there. So um look like at that. If you're going to have it next Walmart, to your chair,
2: yeah, thirty-seven bucks. Do online. you
3: have to keep filling the oil up? No, no, oh. no.
2: The oil no, it's self-contained. is
3: self-contained. Oh, okay.
2: And it has But these yellow. things, too, keep in mind, they're only really good for, like, I wouldn't try to do my house. No. Their best use is in a bedroom, like a 10 by 10 with an 8-foot ceiling. Right, It will form a bedroom fairly decent.
1: No, they're... We might want to try and get him to reconnect on that. So,
3: you don't want to use it while you're sleeping?
1: Well... Again, the oil-filled ones something that tips over, something like that, that'd be okay. You could probably get away with using one of those, um, you know, that turn off. My, you know, who knows? The dog gets up and walks around, tips over the, 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 the heater, that you've, the space heater you've got sitting there, and all of a sudden the carpet catches on fire or, or lands on a, on a sock and then it sets on fire. So the oil-filled ones are good because there's no open element. There's, there's nothing to ignite in, in those. Uh, the other ones that are really good are the ceramic ones. It's like a little ceramic disc and it's got a little fan in it to, to blow the, the air across it and cool that and, and heats the room. So those those are two. All right, uh, I'm gonna two look good that up. Ones. A
3: ceramic disc yeah, space th- heater. Yeah,
1: but those are getting now you're start- they tend to be a little more expensive too. Um, so that's part of the problem.
3: Ceramic disc space heater. Yeah.
1: Um, but again, going back to this, it's probably gonna be like- the ones you pick up from the from a garage sale that are going to be the problem uh you know yeah. so you got to be careful and test those and make sure they're good is your uh connection coming back there rich
2: Why you don't have me
1: you, you're you like really uh garbled and stuff i didn't know oh. i didn't know if we were going to get you to do a reconnect there or something
2: is it still like that
1: uh it's gotten a little better
2: i didn't reconnect
1: yeah anything. no see every word you're saying is is uh i've got a garbled mess so we might want to try and do a reconnect so yeah, the the top, what's that? But one?
3: can't I kind of see the elements here anyway? But
1: that's ceramic, so that's okay. That's a that's a ceramic one you've got there.
3: What's I'm sorry to ask stupid questions, but what's no. the difference if I could you said you don't want to see the elements, but here I can see them, but you said they're ceramic, so it's okay. But so they it's- don't
1: glow red. Those those ceramic disks don't glow red. They're not going to be able to ignite anything. You know, if you if you get an older one, and I we've got some at the shop. I can bring them to you. Maybe I'll bring them in next week for you. And you can when you plug them in, you can see they glow red. Right. And if you stick a piece of paper in there, it'll light right up. Really? Yeah.
3: But and, ceramic won't. Correct. Hmm. So any so this brand I'm looking at is Polanis? Yeah. I don't, I
1: don't can we know. reconnect as audio? <clears throat> okay.
3: And then sometimes you see these at um you know, like the big box stores. Radiant,
1: yeah. See, now that you would not want to even use in your house,
3: because
4: it's all that's
1: that's a, a a propane or a natural gas. They make them for uh, those are, are gas ones. That...
3: It looks like a big fan, yes. kind
1: of. Yeah, but those those are radiant heat ones too, and those will light a lot of stuff on fire. But those are for like a garage or something like that, a job site. So.
3: It's called a parabolic electric heater.
1: Oh, parabolic ones? Yeah, yeah. those are. I, I'd have to look at those. I haven't played with those too much. Hey, feels Randall. Feels like three can you times. Just, can you turn off his there? Thank you.
3: Feels like three times the heat of a fifteen hundred watt convection. Okay. Safeguard protection turns off automatically in case of accidental tip over, but it still doesn't tell you if it can catch things on fire or not. Okay, so we want the Yeah, they're not going to,
1: a, a heater, the heater's not going to say, hey, we can turn this on. We're going to light, we're going to be able to light fires. They're not going to tell you that.
3: 877 711 5611. If you have questions on space heaters or any other things that you think might be dangerous, because I freak out about things all the time, I'm always nervous about things. Electric blankets sometimes get on fire too. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, well, a if lot. Well, they of... get
1: older, or people wash them sometimes, and then. Well, you're not the... supposed to wash them. I, I'm just saying, and then the elements it sits in the dryer, it tumbles; those elements then become uh, frayed and short out, and then you've got problems. So.
3: Yeah, so a lot of people have students, you know, in dorm rooms, and you give them space heaters, and you give them blankets and electric blankets and things like that, and they're nice and cozy. Mm-hmm. Those blankets, but then I always freak out. So can a brand new blanket catch on fire or only if you're
1: if it's an older one I, I mean, anything new can but yeah okay thank you mike we're hey, we're uh some technical info we able to reconnect with rich no he he's just uh he, he's okay cool all right let's go to uh nick i think it was was it nick mike i'm sorry hey mike you're on mighty house thanks for hanging on
5: Hey, hey Ron. Thank you. Um, in regards to the space here, something else to take into account, and you're the expert on this. I've noticed my house was was built in fifty five and I've got one of those look like a baseboard type heater mm-hmm. um, and it has the settings, the wattage of between nine hundred or fifteen hundred, either or. And I know a lot of the square, like the 12 by 12 space heaters, have like a, a 750, a 900, and a 1500. Um, when I have that plugged in, <laughs> uh, let's say after maybe 10, 15 minutes, the face plate on the outlet gets warm. Sure. That's number one. Sure. Number two, even the plug as it goes into the wall, there the plug and a little bit of the wiring, maybe six inches of the wiring, gets warm. Sure. Yeah. Comment on that, please.
1: That's the amount of electricity that's passing through there, and because the it's it's um it's drawing so much, it's just like the heater is heating up because it's it has resistance in the heater. You have resistance uh-huh. in that, you have resistance in the extension cord, you have a resistance in the outlet, and all of that is starting to heat up due to that resistance. So uh, hang on a second, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back with more Mighty House right after this. Is it good enough, Robbie?
2: This yeah, enough is good? Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
5: Here I come to save the day.
2: Here they come to save the day.
5: This is
2: Mighty House.
1: You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And of course, you can use the hashtag Mighty House. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that?
2: Um, Probably the best way would be to go to MightyHouse.net. Click on the contact page. Put in first, last name, email address, click on submit. And every Friday, you'll get an email just telling you what's coming up on the show
1: Boom, done. That simple? simple? That simple. All right. Excellent. Everyday mistakes are made by untrained employees and unlicensed contractors who take advantage of homeowners who are looking for a good deal and to save a few bucks. Roofers and waterproofers, local 11 contractors, put their customers first by employing men and women who go through extensive hands-on classroom and on-the-job training. The difference between a union and non-union contractor is the fact that a union contractor is a contributing contractor. This means the union contractor invests in his employees, training, family health care, retirement, and professional standing in the industry. So if you're looking for a contractor, choose union labor and be a part of the solution. Visit rooferslocal11.org for more information. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. That number again, 877-711-5611. All right. Uh, and, I, thought uh, we, those
2: guys, I thought those guys were coming in.
1: Uh, Yeah, they are. Next hour. Okay. Next oh, hour. Okay. They'll be here. They have, they have a big, important uh meeting that got over at the mr floor you know what show. i hope
3: i hope after the meeting they bring in the leftovers
1: ah there you go mm. if you're listening okay. i'm still having a big all right let's get back to mike yes are you there Mike's mike been on hold
5: yes yeah, sir yeah okay. i didn't hear your reply in regards to when the you know, the wire in the face plate feels warm is that a potential fire hazard do i have to be concerned because you know after i have that heater on for like 10-15 minutes and it feels warm
1: I unplug it. Oh yeah, no, and and so the draw. Is, first of all, you have to look at the circuit. If it's plugged into a 15 amp circuit, then the wire is only rated for 15 amps. That outlet's only rated for 15 amps. And then if you're the, the heater you're plugging in is drawing all that 15 amps, even though it's not tripping the breaker, but it's pulling the full uh-huh. amount of amperage allowed. You're gonna have you're gonna just have re- heat in all the resistant points of there. So where the wires connected to the outlet. If that's a little bit loose, there's a little bit of resistance there. Where you, where you plug in the plug and it slides into the outlet, the co- what those contacts that are making contact with the plug, if those are loose a little bit, you're getting some resistance, some arcing, and that's going to start heating it all up. When the outlet heats up, then that metal plate will heat up. So that's why you're getting all that heat, it's because you've, you've got that cranked up. You're maximizing the allowable electricity and amperage coming through that wire, and, but that, that is enough to start heating it up. So um, that, you may want a, a dedicated circuit for that heater if, if you really are nervous about that. You could repull that circuit in 20 amps and have a 20 amp um, outlet and, and a newer outlet, and all that stuff would probably
5: change. Uh, um, here's a good question for you, Ron, being a, a specialist when it comes to electric. With this being an older house, you know, the lazy painters, as the years went on over the last (laughs) 60-plus years, Uh didn't tape off or weren't careful when painting the walls. So they painted the walls and the outlet cover at the same time, Uh and over a period of 60 years, I would say it would probably take a stick of dynamite <laughs> to remove the the faceplate because even the screw that's in the center is just looks like the flathead with with no uh, a score in it to put yep. a screwdriver in it. What do you normally do to remove those faceplates?
1: So uh, you get a sharp fresh blade, you know, uh, like an X-Acto knife or or your you know, yeah, um, take a knife and you score and just score where the plate meets the wall and you go around that and you score it several times. And then uh, you can score where the screw is, and and score that uh-huh. groove out, and then you can get the screw out. So now now that you've got the sc- the screw out, and the cover plate around the wall is loose, take the back side of your screwdriver and just start tapping on the outlet itself, and it'll break the rest of that paint off where the outlet is painted onto the cover plate. So using the back, uh. it'll, it'll it'll chip it all up, and you're going to replace all of that anyway. So then. You, you, you just keep tapping on it, and eventually it'll break that plate loose. And then you can pop the plate off, take the outlet out, replace the outlet, and then if you get a new cover plate, they make a, what we call them cheater plates um, or, or goof-up plates. They're a little bit larger, so they'll cover that old paint line if you're worried if it, uh-huh. if the new cover is a little bit smaller. You can buy a, a medium and a, an extra large goof-up plate, and then that'll cover that okay. up so you don't have and, to repaint the wall. and
5: on older... Electrical outlets like what I have, it only has the two blades Better. on it. Uh-huh. Um, when you do replacements, and if you put the one in that has the pin for the ground, yep. what do you do if there's only two wires that are wiring that outlet? What do you, what do electricians do in order to have a ground?
2: Well, the, if you have conduit, then your metal boxes are your your ground.
1: Correct, and if if you a lot of times. What you can what I do is I put in the grounded outlet and I screw it into the wall, and then i they they have a tester that will test and make sure that you've got a good ground. If you've got a good ground, you're done. If not, um then you might actually they, they make little uh, little wire pieces that you screw into the box, and then you can attach that to the ground uh, terminal on the outlet, and then you can test that. Uh-huh. so there there's two ways of testing it there that to to see. And it could be. When was your house built? In the fifties. Fifty-five. Okay, so you probably have conduit, most likely. So, just running the outlet into possibly
2: aluminum wire.
1: Yeah, that's that could be. So once you screw the outlet in, it'll be grounded, and you'll be done. So there's really nothing else you really need to do with it. You can you can do so, the grounding pigtail to it if you want, but um, most cases you're you're going to be okay. But that's why you pick up the the tester that has that. It will tell you that. You have a little three little lights on it. It'll tell you that it's, it's all good. It's got okay, a good ground.
2: but let me back you up a little bit then so that I point out to people, too. It, that's the upside of Romex because you have two wires. You're hot, neutral, and then you also have the bare ground. So you usually get a better ground with Romex if done properly. Yeah. Nothing wrong with conduit either if it's done properly. However, when you pull an outlet or switch out, it's no longer grounded. Correct. So then if you're doing stuff with the circuit live, you must be very careful because you're now the ground. Yeah, pathway. Yes. So that's why we tell you turn off the circuit. And there's lots of little reasons for this stuff.
1: Yes. So, and that there is one advantage to using Romax is even though you take the outlet out, it's still connected to the ground, and the equipment ground is all still uh, grounded even when you pull it out. Whereas with conduit, you pull that outlet out or the switch out, it's no longer grounded.
2: Yes, and the first time I changed an outlet down here, I myself. Really.
1: that <laughs> i guess <break. laughs>
3: I, I needed some energy in the room and i said music please after the caller
1: hey mike <laughs>
5: yes you, sir did you start dancing uh yeah <laughs> i sure did you know turned on the, the white box on the floor Uh uh-huh. yep. and uh Got yeah, the old you go. uh, disco ball revolving. The,
1: the the mirror the mirror ball was rolling.
5: That's excellent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. nothing wrong with are that.
3: Are awesome.
2: That was funny. Yes.
3: Uh, th- well, th- no.
2: <laughs> I well, if you're going to play it's anything fine. accidentally, I don't think you could offend anybody with that song, yeah. other yeah. than Steve Ball. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
5: So, all right. So is that that got you square there, Mike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You I, well. You guys are always the one to call because I knew, especially when it comes to electricity, that you're the specialist there. And when it comes to uh, legalities of uh, uh, permits and and all that kind of stuff, uh, <laughs> Mister uh, um, Yeah, Holy I mean. Smoke Encyclopedia, yeah. over there. You know, Rich. Yeah, he he has all that stuff in in his brain. Yeah, so. Thank you. All so right. It's been very Thanks informative. For call, it's been enlightening. But I'm still, after 10 minutes, and I don't use that heater that much, but when I do, 10 yeah. minutes, I pull that plug because I, I just fear electrical fires.
1: Yep. Nope. Me too. And that that's number one cause of fires is electrical shorts. Mm-hmm.
5: So uh, it's a good thing yeah. to be wary so of. Thank so thank you once again, right. everyone. Uh, Rich, Ron, Thanks. Robbie. Thank you. Uh, Have a great afternoon, as always. Great show, as always. Thanks, Mike.
2: Thanks, Mike. All right. Uh, are you sending him the check, or am I? Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to him.
3: <laughs> so, I picked a good song because of the Space Heater. So, quick shout-out. Everybody get ready. We have more people who are watching us. Michael, Margaret, Larry, Becca, Amy, John, Terry. Everybody yeah. ready to dance? What?
2: I'm just going to say Dawn Dishwashing quick like, Update.
3: Yeah,
1: we we need to talk about that too.
2: I can't. I well, have... When she's done with her timeout.
3: Well, I'm just saying that we are talking about staying alive. Uh, by your space heater, <laughs> I unplugging your space heater. That was a stretch, man. That, that was a long stretch right there.
2: It might have been bad. It maybe edit the front out a little bit. Should more.
1: have stayed in bed, Randall.
3: <laughs>
2: I drove all the way up for this. <laughs> <That's>...
3: <laughs> White women cannot dance. What? I can't dance. This
2: I can't dance. Okay, right. good. So, Robbie, last yep. week you had somebody contact you and said that if they put Dawn dishwashing liquid in the toilet, then it would actually yes. help fix the clog. Yes. Yep. So we got an email this week saying that a guy, I think it was a printer, but he had yep. a sink that was clogged. Uh so couldn't, couldn't plunge it, so he put some Dawn dishwashing liquid in it. What, 20 minutes later, a couple of times, boom, Dawn clear. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yeah, amazing.
2: Okay. So that life hack apparently works. Yes. So assuming my question have, is, assume, assuming you have Dawn laying around,
3: right? Somebody said that they go through about a bottle a week. Of what? The of the Dawn they because they squirt the it in all the time. Okay. So well, I guess I was confused. I need a plumber then. Do they? <laughs> but I they do it for just maintenance to just oh. keep it running. So do you squirt it in, or can you fill your tank? Not fill your tank with it. What tank? No you, If tank. you put the if oh, you no. put
2: if you put it in the tank, then it's just gonna go out on the first flush. Right. Of course All it's of gonna it. do the same thing yeah. if you put oh, it in the bowl. Of course. But I I don't think it would be something I would do on a regular basis.
3: I think that people were saying that some people were saying that they do it on a regular basis to keep it flowing.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You're right, that. you wouldn't. I mean, I guess maybe the... if you got older cast iron it might help. I don't know. But what PVC is usually pretty good on its own anyway. Well,
3: So maybe like once a day.
1: Uh-huh. Once no. a day? No. what well, You wash your hands once a day, then, then you're done, I guess, too, right?
3: No, I'm just saying once a day you squirt something in the that's, toilet. I
1: think that's way too much. Really? I do every morning, but... <laughs>
3: I wasn't going to go there, Rich, but thank you very
4: much. It was just it, too easy. I couldn't resist.
3: <laughs> Poop talk. 8.31 in the morning. Poop talk. I didn't
4: say that. You did.
3: You said you go every morning. We'll be back so right schwartz. after this.
2: Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
4: See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure man like me's got on it.
2: This is Mighty House.
1: Join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Maggie Rad. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. Again, 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic. And environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Also, one more uh, thing here the ISEA, the Illinois Solar Energy Association, is having their raffle for the Tesla Model X. That's the gallwing door one that goes the back doors. Only like, the back doors. The back doors, gallwing like that. So, But um, only need
2: one foot of space in a parking spot. Yes. One foot. Yeah. You can get out. It,
1: it's amazing. So uh, they are having that raffle. It's at the org. If you go there, you can just click on the, right across the top, you'll see where it says Tesla raffle. You click on that, and you can buy your tickets. So it's one for $100, four for 300 and they're only selling $2,500 2, tickets. So yep. uh, you get your Drawing tickets December 6th. Yeah, it's so coming up in about right a month. The corner.
2: So, so the other thing you do is you go sign up for the newsletter because I will have in the newsletter a link directly to that raffle.
1: Oh, there you go.
2: Because I really have different. to order my tickets as well yes. because I really like those. That's uh, about a $130,000 vehicle. Yes. It's not a cheapie. No, no. It's not a Tesla 3.
1: No. It's an X. <laughs> it's an X. That's it. So there you go. It's uh, It's
2: an excellent vehicle. Most excellent. Yep. What did you write there? Bubbler.
1: No, bubbler. that's the Bubbler. Yeah.
2: that then we have.
1: That's the Mighty House Bubbler. And look at that. See, he's got the Aww. column number. That's what we were doing on the Patreon thing. Yes,
2: we were <laughs> messing week. around with props.
1: <laughs> that was that was a nice thing about sitting in my office and doing that, because I got all this crap around me. We had tools and stuff. We were showing all kinds of things. We were having fun. So yeah. go
2: to Patreon.com. I'm, like, I'm going to be like on the Patreon thing. It's nice. Yeah.
1: All right. Patreon.com. I don't com think the FCC rules play. apply. No, they don't. No, they don't. All right. Let's, uh, let's go back help. to the phones. Uh, Bob's been hanging on here for a while. Is Bob, is that correct? Fresh meat? It it, okay. Hey, Bob.
4: Sir, yes, sir. It's Bob hey. of Northbrook, and I've been Hi, hanging from a rope from the ceiling. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> this top of the morning, and now I think from this, your listeners will understand what it's like to be trapped in this head uh-huh. because I read way too many lawsuits. Oh. So here is the reason. This is the reason why if you pick a company to do any home repair, remodeling, and especially a home inspector, this is why you better get the best people you can get and not go by the bottom line price that somebody might shoot a low one in, etc. There's a case from 2010. It's in the 5th Appellate Court District. It has to do with a home inspector. His name was Steisman. And they said, hey, we moved in. There's all kinds of problems with the house. The inspector inspected it. And now we want the inspector to pay for all these repairs that the inspector missed. Uh-huh. What ended up happening is the court made the decision, no, the inspector only has to return the $175 right. because the home inspection contract contained the following uh, provision. The inspection was to be conducted under the American Society of Home Inspector Standards or, if more stringent, the standards of the state of Illinois, and they contracted for a visual inspection of the property and a written report of the apparent condition of the readily accessible installed systems and components of the property existing at the time of the inspection. Mm -hmm. Latent and concealed defects and deficiencies were excluded from the inspection. Now, that's on most home inspector contracts. That's standard boilerplate. What the final court decision was, hey, Theisman. Give them their $175 back. It's their problem. Mm
1: -hmm. Too bad. Yep. Well, and there's no way that somebody can spend three hours. When you have a great inspector,
4: they're worth their weight in gold. When you have a great company that does the work to begin with, they're worth their weight in gold. Because when you go through the court system, which is really taking the Illinois or whatever the relevant state is, the court case law is actually more important than the state law. Some (laughs) other time we'll discuss K. Miller Construction. Versus McGinnis, that one changed the Home Repair Remodeling Act, or you got to show the people that right. form. Yep. But it's because of case law that it changed mm-hmm. the actual state law. Well, this is the case law on home inspectors. It's very specific. Mm-hmm. On, under almost every condition, that's all the inspector is liable for. Just right. give your money back. Right. So else, I think that's
2: one of the I, problems we have. I mean, most people should understand that having your home inspected by a home inspector... Is not there to find every defect and deficiency. They don't have the time for that, nor the manpower. Um, you know, there's no Rick. way they could do it for thousand dollars. You know what I mean? It's it's just impossible. Right. It's there to show that the you know either the obvious or you know uh, the things are still functioning as intended. You know, my favorites like fifteen-year-old refrigerators. It could it break next month? Absolutely. Is it cold today? Yes, <laughs> it's your problem, uh-uh. and that's what I kind of hate exactly. about it. Because then people are like, "Well, he should have caught that." Like, uh, no, no, you bought a fifteen-year-old thing or a fifty—you know—you buy a fifty-year-old house. You can't expect it to be up to current code, right? And that's where Will will go. Well, this doesn't meet code. He posts that stuff, and I'm like, "Well, some of the stuff's ridiculously stupid." Yeah, but it doesn't have to meet code. It met the code when it was built. That's what's important. Right. Now, if you want it upgraded, right, change the stairs. Mm-hmm. But, that's not the seller's problem. They don't
4: grandfather it in. Okay, exactly.
2: So, hey, Bob, I, I, I got a very question. Very few
4: things.
1: I got a question for you, Bob. Yes. Somebody that writes, uh, somebody that writes um, manuals, uh, instruction manuals, for fun, yes. for fun, reads case law.
4: I read thousands of law cases <laughs> every month. I can't stop. It's it's like in a obsession, and I'm trapped in this head. I don't want I don't, I want, I don't so want to go anywhere that near that head. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near that head, buddy. Right? It's like oh my god, it's going to blow open. One day. I'm worried about what'll come out of it. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, cool. I appreciate. We got more calls to get to here, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank Thanks, sir, Bob. Yes, sir. Okay.
2: Right, sir yes, sir. Bye, bye, Bob. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> always a pleasure
1: <laughs> yeah he's excellent uh, oh wait no Trixie just picked up the phone call again 877-711-5611 if you're watching on the facebook there uh rich is holding up his mighty house bubbler my bubbler Intersachi. hey jeff nachi international nachis yeah all right, yeah. there you go, Jeff. InterSachi. And that's, that's a that's, that's a good new. one. Inter-Sachi. That's
2: new. Yes, the internachi. Yeah,
1: that's how those. That's how those internachi. That's how anyway. the that's how the youngsters oh, that,
0: that, say. And typed it out for him.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cool.
0: All right. So, so. There's, there's been speaking of home inspectors and what this guy was talking about, a 175 home inspection from 2010. Holy macro. Yeah. Um, um, there, there's new things coming out now. There's a company out here pushing uh, home inspectors to buy uh, mold safe warranties, roof safe warranties, sewer safe warranties, and they're all snake oil. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, the only thing I'm gonna tell people, and like you said, you know, good good home inspector is worth its weight in gold is is don't find your home inspector based on their credentials and their certifications. If they're offering you, and this is my opinion as a veteran home inspector, if they're offering you any type of, you know, extra warranties and it's included in their price, well, they're paying for it somewhere.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just, and they're really not that great of a deal. I mean, they're good for, you know, they start 22 days after the day you close and they're only good for 90 days.
1: Oh, okay. You know,
0: so wow. uh, if you're buying a home inspection because you think you're getting a deal on a, on a sewer line warranty or something, don't just don't do that. You know, right. check their credentials, make sure they're licensed, check their, their reputation on BBB and all that stuff. You know, that's just my two cents for hiring a home inspector. Right. Okay, But,
2: you know, you just touched on one. That's actually a good point. So it goes back to everything we're talking about. right? You buy a house that's 30 years old um, and you flush it to all the toilets in the house as you're checking the house. Nothing backs up your good. There's nothing to say that that sewer will not back up from tree roots a week after closing or a month after closing mm-hmm. because the previous owner, the seller, had it rotted out six months ago, so it took a while for the roots to grow back. That's just part well, of owning a, a good house home with mature trees. It's not a home. Yeah, well, you're not going to go sewer, Cam.
0: Right. So, no. no, but a, but, a, but a good home inspector is going to look at the house and say, you have two huge elm trees in the front of this house and the sewer and you're going to tell the client that the main sewer line goes through the parkway and that you will probably end up riding the sewer out at least once every few years. And they mm-hmm. look at her sure. and they go, "What?" And I go, "Yeah." Or, or a willow
1: tree. Or yeah. a willow tree in at the neighbor's house.
2: Willow- well, yeah, be right, be exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that's part of owning a house. So, it's yeah, all good.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well that's 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 the biggest part of it. So and then
1: what's the what's the website uh, if somebody's looking for a good home inspector? It's
2: the, Nachi, the site or the Nachi site?
0: No, nachichicago.org. org. And spell N-A-C-H-I-C-H-I-C-A-G-O.org.
2: There you go. All right, cool. So thanks, Jeff.
1: All
0: right, appreciate it,
1: buddy. Your
0: bubblers your
1: bubblers in the mail. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks. Bye
2: Yes. Did Robbie leave?
1: No, she's right here. She's being very patient. I had
2: to. I had to turn off Facebook so I can't see her. Oh, okay. oh no,
1: I'm here.
2: Um, I was just listening. Just haven't heard a peep out of you.
1: So can yes. you still? You can still see me though, right? Correct. Okay. I can see you, but you can't see me.
2: No, I can see you. I just can't see her.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it.
2: Okay. Because apparently that's too much activity for my computer.
1: Ah, oh. or for the intranets
2: for the intranet yeah the computer's fine
1: okay excellent okay cool so uh yes rob you were
3: i, I no, clutter okay. Clarity's coming up
1: oh that's right it's next isn't it
3: how much time is left
1: one minute
2: see all right there's fresh meat He's so what's uh, uh clutter clarity about this week
1: yeah give us give us a little it's about tease. i
3: don't know five minutes
1: <laughs> uh, you're not playing any any grease music are you you're not playing any grease music? Okay, Okay, good. All right.
3: This is the beauty about our show. <laughs> you don't have to be told to do anything. You can do anything you want. You can play any music that touches your fancy. It does. At least 30 matter. seconds do of it. Yeah. You can do you any. I like my music. I bet. Well, why don't you try it on the next hour?
2: Okay. Why don't we what do this? No, why no, do... I don't want to interrupt a caller.
3: No, no, no. Why don't we do this
1: there, Fresh Meat? Use your music to... for a rejoin when we come back at this. How about if we do that? You, All right. you give us the, you give us your music as a rejoin. There, look at that.
2: Randall's leaving yeah, now. I have no problem. My <laughs> music is clean. I assure you.
3: No, we're very happy. Yeah, a, I Ra- hope it's show tunes. Randall is one. He's wishing.
2: I'm he just pretty sure ahead. it's not show tunes.
3: <laughs> Maybe it is.
2: You'll be. We'll surprised. be back right Don't after worry. this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Paul.
1: I, t- I told you you had the rejoin, and you're pointing to me. I'm like, I don't have the rejoin. Fresh meats has got it.
0: That's true. I forgot that.
1: Luckily, Randall had your back.
3: We need it louder, please. Can you make it louder?
2: Only goes out. It's digitized.
3: I'll give you one. It's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know what it means.
1: Okay.
2: Sounds like a requiem.
1: Podcasts of previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on homeimprovementusa.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. And if you want to join us on Patreon, all you have to do is go to Patreon.com and uh, backslash MightyHouse, and you can help support the show right there. So, give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you'll have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you'll learn more at MrFloor.com. All right. And how would you get the newsletter there, Rich? If somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter and they were, they were relaxed having their coffee and, and their crumpet this morning, how could, how could, they, how could they join us on the, on the, on the, uh, with the newsletter and get their Facebook stuff all that information right there
2: Um, you would go to the internet internet yes go to mightyhouse.net click on the contact page and enter your contact information and click on submit and you will receive the newsletter once a week to let you know it's coming up on saturday most excellent
1: thank you thank you for your time today rich i appreciate you and all your efforts this morning and now it's
2: time for Clutter Clarity, I believe. Is it not? Yes, it is. Thank you. Okay. I can't wait to hear you guys sing this one. Yes. <laughs> I'm done.
4: <laughs> it was beautiful. It was really nice. Hey, Fresh Meat, I got to tell you,
2: when I work on my cars in my garage, I usually put classical music on. See, there you go. Lovely. I love working on my cars with classical music. Yeah, the rest of the time, I mostly rock, but I love classical when I'm working on my cars. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why, <laughs> because it's a good contrast. From I fr- suppose
1: you know from what you're actually doing there. So okay, and let's see. Clutter Clarity is brought to you by and and powered by Mister Floor Cleaning Products. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, are you ready, Robbie? Mm-hmm. Ready to go? Okay, we're gonna change up the music a little bit, a little little more different speed, and uh, here we go. Do you have a disarrangement disorder? Can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and a purge of Here's Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. Save me from this prison. Lord, help me get away. Cause only you can save me now from this misery I've been lost in my own place And I'm getting weary How far is heaven? And I know that I need to change my ways of living how far is heaven? Lord, Lord can you, you tell me. me? I can tell you. Clutter Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com.
3: As you were listening to Ron Cowgill and Robbie Earhart singing, <laughs> did you automatically turn, think turn off of Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga? <laughs>
1: I guarantee you, no. Know.
3: <laughs> we are the best duet uh, next to Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. Uh, I'm just saying. Maybe not. Love that movie. Love the song that's on the radio now. But all of a sudden, I was just like thinking about like, wow, Ron and Robbie. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, yeah.
3: Awesome. Okay, what yeah. were you saying about uh, all clean, all natural cleaning products? Mr. Floor? Mr. Floor, all natural yes. cleaning products. Yeah, all
2: natural, t- non toxic, environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com and also when they come in next hour.
3: Awesome. Well, I have. An, are, well, go ahead. What were you going to say?
2: I was going to say, unless you're talking hardwood or tile again, I don't
3: know. Um, I have an all natural, environmentally friendly product right here. So I go to a lot of homes. It's a banana? And-
1: Banana. Yes, it, this is a banana. A banana.
3: This is a bana- it's not a banana. Um, you go to a lot of homes and they have Glade and they have Lysol and they have a million kinds of stinky sprays that they spray around their house. The scent of mm-hmm. Christmas, the scent of summer, the scent of spring rain, the scent of mountain air. And all those are chemicals that you're spraying into the air. Mm-hmm. Well, there's even some products that... Um, are more environmentally friendly. And I was kind of looking at one the other day, and all the, the ingredient was water and essential oils or natural stuff. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, what the heck? Why can't I just make my own? Oh, you're going
1: to skirt me with this crap?
3: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And I did talk about
1: this. Oh, maybe... I'm
2: glad I'm not in the studio today.
3: <laughs> I did talk about this maybe about two years ago. So I bought this little can, which you can buy at... um just about any drugstore, you can get yep. a little spray thing. But this was kind of a prettier metal one that I did get like at Whole Foods. Uh-huh. And it's a then stainless could, steel one. It's a stainless steel one. And you could nice. decorate it with your little ribbon, and you could change it for the holidays, and you could do anything you want with this. And you just put water in here, and yep. then your choice of essential oil drops. And which you now do you can get it. You can get just about, like any grocery store yep. will usually sell um, a lavender which is good stuff. to help you sleep. So you put a couple it drops is. of lavender and shake it before you use it okay. because water and oil, you know, you have to shake them to combine them.
1: Okay.
3: Um, so lavender is good for sleeping. You could use peppermint like in a bathroom. Maybe you could use eucalyptus. Um, you could do a combination of different sprays. So. Yeah. Uh, get, away.
2: <laughs> no, get away. She's. So Robbie's chasing Ron around the studio trying to spray him with this stuff.
3: But what's the stuff? Oh, fresh meat. Know. Oh, Randall, come S- in here. You got
2: it in a stainless steel atomizer. Randall's coming in right now. What is the oil the you put in
4: there?
3: This hey. is peppermint oil. Peppermint. Oh. Actually,
1: so you probably
2: end back. up attracting Santa.
1: I know, yeah.
3: <laughs> so use and this and now the floor is all sticky it's like, not all sticky it was a very very light it's oil spray. it's slippery oh yeah it's, it's, oh, sorry, like it's slippery a now couple drops of oil in this thing so you use something like this it smells good doesn't it
1: actually that's not bad that's not bad I thought you were going to squirt me with something else that no
3: was because all it smelling is smelling nasty pure peppermint
1: pure peppermint pure
3: peppermint oil okay so there's nothing artificial it's not like Artificially scented peppermint oil. It's not art. Artific- you can get pine. Oh, pine is good. So, around the holidays, when mm-hmm. you want to spray the fake air freshener all around, you know, pine scented water. Yeah. And some people use distilled water. This is just regular water.
1: Right out of the tap?
3: Right out of the tap. Y-
1: you can do that?
3: <laughs>
1: you can mix regular water?
3: You can.
2: You didn't have to buy it in a bottle?
3: I didn't buy it in a bottle. All I <laughs> bought was, and I have the aromatherapy um, oils anyway, uh-huh. because in the winter, it's really good to make, so you put so a cup of the, water.
1: It keep the dog calm or something? From running around the house? No. No.
3: But you take yeah. a cup, of, I brought this in for you before when you were sick.
1: Uh-huh.
2: You
3: heat up, you boil a cup of water in the microwave, and then you yeah. put some drops of peppermint, eucalyptus, yeah. and tea tree. Yeah. And it really clears out your sinuses. Remember I brought that in for yeah. you before? To drink it? No, no, to inhale it. I, wish I
0: could. I
1: could have said goodbye. He's,
0: he's... I have said
3: what I wanted to. There
1: you go, Robbie. That's Men
3: what you're asking for, right? For That's beautiful. <laughs> now I have...